Welcome to HealthCast. I'm your host, Adam Patterson. We are joined today by John Rahagi, a digital services expert at Veterans Affairs. John brings with him an extensive background overseeing the development of the login.gov project for the U.S. Digital Service, with John currently serving as a user experience expert working within the office of the VA CTO. Login.gov has been designed as a portal for Americans looking to access public services online, with the project's ultimate goal being a singular access point for these vital capacities that are currently spread across multiple federal websites. VA has been essential in helping lead this effort, with the agency's project designers taking a forefront role in integrating VA's numerous services through the unified Login.gov portal. John, welcome to the program. Thanks. Great to be here. It's great to have you. And I want to start out with just as a general question about yourself and what brought you here. And that is, as some background for our audience, can you tell us a bit about your career up through this point and what brought you to your current role at VA? Yeah, sure. So I'm a veteran myself, having served on active duty and the reserves in the Navy and transitioned to the civil service and was lucky enough to join the U.S. Digital Service in 2016, where I worked on the first version of login.gov and getting that launched, which was super exciting. After a couple of years in the private sector, I decided to come back to civic tech and joined the VA in the fall of 2020 to help work on identity and bring login.gov to the VA. And that's what I've been focused on since then. Definitely. And it looks like, you know, login.gov really represents a pivotal point within VA's broader modernization strategy and in, in digitizing its services, because it looks like VA has been moving towards not just making essential services available online, but redesigning their access in a much more user-friendly and, and kind of equitably accessible way. And in light of that, what VA services are now currently available through login.gov? Right. So yeah, currently login.gov is implemented on va.gov. So all the products and services that are available through there. And it's also available with our My Healthy Vet partner and on our flagship mobile application. So any user can go to any of these properties and use login.gov to sign in and access all products and services that are there. Definitely. And in light of that increasing accessibility, how has the inclusion of essential VA services through the login.gov portal helped increase their accessibility? How have you seen that play out since you joined VA? Yeah, great question. So what this does is it, it provides a better, more secure and seamless sign-in experience for our users, for our veterans, and for those that support them. And the implementation of login.gov is also part of the broader veteran experience that we are trying to deliver on. So not only here at the VA, but for participating agencies that are using login.gov, a veteran will be able to come to the VA, access products and services. And then if they, for example, go to USA Jobs, which also has login.gov, they're able to sign in with the same username and password and access those products and services as well. So we're really talking about improving the overall customer experience for our veterans through the implementation of login.gov. Absolutely. And it sounds like that kind of standardization has really helped streamline things. And I'd imagine create a kind of continuity of practice as well, because I'm wondering from, from a technical side of things, but also I think from the UX side of things, how has VA refined the design of these particular services to make them more user-friendly in general? Yes, that is something that the, the amazing folks here at the VA have been working on for years and have made tremendous progress. So there's a few different areas. First and foremost, it's all been about 
creating that better user experience. So we're talking about simple, actionable navigation, making sure that it's very easy to connect users with the products and services that they need. And then part of that also is standardizing the sign-in experience. So that's one big reason why we've adopted login.gov. So you could sign in once and access all these products and services. And then we're also talking about additional efforts around implementing the US web design standards, 508 compliance, making sure that all of our properties are utilizing plain language and content so that we can deliver on the products and services and information that our users are looking for, as well as search engine optimization, and then modern software development principles like agile releases. There's a number of different things that are all working hand in hand to continue to improve the access and the seamless experience of accessing products and services at the VA. Definitely. And I'm curious about kind of the, again, the human-centered design aspect of that, because I'm wondering if you can elaborate a little bit more on that. How have human-centered design principles really gone into this particular streamlining of services? Yeah, that's a great question. It is the engine that drives it. Working with our veterans to understand their pain points, their experience, that is key to everything that we do. That's where it starts. And so whenever we are working on new changes, new designs, or testing what we've developed, the veteran, their pe the people that support them, that's the center of everything. We are getting that those designs in front of them. We are getting that user experience feedback in order to continually improve. It's what we've done so far with the run-up to making login.gov available and working with our veterans and having research groups test not only the different types of user flows, but the messaging to really try to understand what the issues could be and what works and what does it so that we can improve it. And that is a constant process of putting the veteran at the center of everything that we do. Absolutely. And it sounds like integrating that feedback really is essential into this iterative design process and making it as responsive as possible. And it sounds like, correct me if I'm off here, you're really taking kind of a, a whole uh, data approach. It sounds like you're using, again, working groups. And I'd imagine you're also taking a certain degree of user analytics data as well into, into seeing how the products work and, and applying that. That's correct. Yeah. So, so security monitoring, monitoring the usage. We're, we're looking at, at all the data points that we have to really understand how veterans and how users are interacting with VA properties and to continually improve it. Absolutely. All of that just sounds vital. And it sounds like it's really paid off. And the next question I want to ask is I think it's a bit more kind of macrocosmic, almost like looking at the broad picture here. And how does the kind of consolidation and streamlined experience offered through login.gov fit within VA's broader CX strategy? Yeah, great question. So they go hand in hand. So the release of login.gov is a major milestone that we've been able to achieve here, and we're super happy about it, and making sure that we can have an easy, secure way for veterans to access products and services. And we've been working at this for, yeah, for, for over a year towards the implementation, because it's a, it's a key part of President Biden's executive order on transforming federal customer experience. But the consolidation is part of that longer-term vision of making everything accessible through one place. So having one sign on and then accessing everything, all products and services in one place without needing to go to lots of different places. It's something we're still working towards, but we wanna make it the most streamlined, simple experience possible through consolidating products and services over time. 
Definitely. And it sounds like in a way, it's almost like kind of like a macrocosmic, almost defragmentation of, of the user experience. Like as you said, really bring it through a single streamlined process. So that is part of the, the longer term vision is to provide all products and services from one centralized point in the VA. So you're being able to sign in once and access all products and services from one place. So we are striving to provide a user experience that's on par better with what people would expect even in the, the private sector, having that easy, accessible, one website, one centralized place at your fingertips for all products and services. Absolutely. And you mentioned a moment ago that this all, uh, a lot of this comes with support from the executive branch, from President Biden and his White House. And in light of that, I want to ask, how will resources provided through the Technology Modernization Fund, which it looks like VA just won a part of, as well as the American Rescue Plan, really help support the ongoing integration of VA services within login.gov? Yeah, great question. So we're continuously working to improve how veterans access benefits and services, as I said, and the TMF funds and, and our funds are going to directly contribute to doing this. We have login.gov released on via.gov and the other properties as well, but the projects that, we, that the TMF funding will help support are going to help continue that implementation, making sure that we have a pathway for all of our users to adopt VA.gov. We're going to work closely with the login.gov team in order to make sure that we can improve the identity verification capability and make sure that we have an in-person proofing capability for our veterans and to make sure that we have a way for everyone to take advantage of the security and benefit of multi-factor authentication. So we have several projects that these funds will directly contribute to helping our veterans have that experience, that improved experience using login.gov. Definitely. And it sounds like that kind of multi-factor authentication is essential for security as well, for making sure that this kind of integrated singular login is as secure and user verified as possible. That's correct. That is uh, one of the best things that we can do is use multi-factor authentication. And so we want to, we have a focus on making sure that everyone will be able to use it. Definitely. And, and speaking of, of everyone being able to use it, I'm curious about the near future roadmap, where you see things going from here. And I'm wondering, does VA have plans to expand the number of available services and benefits through login.gov, let's say within the next two years? Yes, that is something that we are we have been working on in terms of the consolidation. We are still working with our, our partners internally to make login.gov available for uh, additional products and services within the VA. And then with the consolidation that I mentioned, moving products and services to VA.gov so that when a user logs in with login.gov, they can access as many products and services as possible from one centralized location. So we are working both internally and we will be working with the login.gov team on a further enterprise-wide implementation of login.gov over the next couple of years. Definitely. And, and before we, we wrap things up here, John, I want to ask, is there anything you want our audience to know about login.gov or where you plan to go from things? Any, any really big takeaway you want our audience to know about your work at VA and, and how that's going to play out? I just want to reiterate that everyone at the VA is dedicated to improving the veteran experience. It is the centerpiece of everything that we do and that we are designing and building with users, with the veteran input, not providing something just given to them, but we're getting their input to improve the services and the things that we build to help deliver for them every single day. 
Absolutely. And it clearly sounds like that's paying off already. John, just want to thank you so much for coming onto the program. Thank you. Happy to be here. HealthCast, along with GovCast and CyberCast, is a production of GovCIO Media and Research. For more podcasts and to check out the other shows, head to govciomedia.com. Watch out for new episodes released every Tuesday and Wednesday across our shows. You can follow all of them in your favorite podcast platform. And if you like what you heard, make sure to let us know by leaving a review. And if you have any topics you think we should look into, contact us at newsletter at gcio.com.